Good morning. Welcome to worship this morning at Stone United Methodist Church. I'm Pastor Kendra Ballier, and I'm glad you're here for the first Sunday in Lent. Today, if you have not uh, picked up a rock in, at either entrance of the sanctuary, you'll need it for later, for we are going to be uh, going through the journey of the stones as we approach Resurrection Sunday. And there are some other announcements that I need to make as well. Uh, if you are a guest, we would love to know who you are. So if you would fill out this paper and let us know who you are. And then on the other side is the prayer requests. So if you are interested in uh, sharing a prayer request today, make sure you fill that out. And then at the time of our offering, you can put that in the offering plate and uh, they'll be gathered up. Uh, some events that are coming up today. First of all, we are offering a class today. It's called, um, Jen is, is called it Church 101. And it's for anybody who would like to become uh, better equipped, better understanding of what the United Methodist Church is and what we kind of have expectations, some of the languages we have that, um, and I'm not speaking anything other than English, I mean some of the jargon that we have in the United Methodist Church. Now, some of you have taken that class with me in the fall. It is the basic lay servant class. Trust me, you don't have to come up and speak or anything at all when you finish the class. This is for you to become better acquainted of what it means to be a United Methodist. And, and maybe I'm hoping that your, your faith grows a little bit in that. Also, we are offering another class this week, and it'll be throughout the rest of Lent. It is Half-Truths, and it is, it's called Half-Truths because people think all kinds of different sayings come from the Bible, and, well, they don't. They sound good, they kind of have some biblical principles, but they're not from the Bible. So we're going to talk about the things that kind of weigh us down and burden us in, the, in that kind of a, a format. And we are also going to be having a seminar this week. And the seminar this week is called Planning Ahead. So it's planning for retirement and beyond. Beyond part of it is investment, Westbury, um, you know, some of us unfortunately will have to think about hospice and palliative care. Uh, other speakers are, um, the Bush Finance will be here as well, and um, Wade Funeral Homes will be here to share with us some, about some different things that will be happening. How do you register? Well, you register by either um, signing up online, there's an online link for that, and you can go to the, the website of the church to do that. And if you don't have a way to do that, then you can go to uh, call Jen tomorrow morning and she'll get you signed up as well. There is a free lunch that's going to be offered, uh, ham and some cheesy hash brown potatoes, all that kind of stuff. It costs nothing for you. Just come and, and be and, and learn, okay? Um, I think that's everything that's happening this week that we need to be concerned about. So how about we, we do some worship? What do you say? Please stand with me if you are able. If not, stand in spirit and join with me for the call to worship. Lenten travelers, when you feel the security of God's love, affirmation of God's call, and covered in God's grace. When you feel deserted and alone, starving and parched for a caring hand or an encouraging word, troubled or uncertain as the ground under your, under your ships like sand. When you feel emboldened to act, inspired to speak, energized to live as bearers of the good news that the kingdom of God is here, 
And in all seasons of our lives, God comes near to us and does not forsake us. Our opening hymn this morning is Lord Who Throughout These 40 Days, number 269, 269. If you would now join with me in the unison prayer for this morning. O oh God, our deliverer, you led your people of old through the wilderness, brought them to the promised land. Guide now the people of your church that following our Savior, we may walk through the wilderness of this world toward the glory of the world to come. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And I thought it was appropriate today to maybe change the affirmation of faith. We're going to use the World Methodist Social Affirmation, which is number 886 this morning. 886. And so I shall begin. We believe in God, creator of the world, and of all people, and in Jesus Christ incarnate among us, who died and rose again, and in the Holy Spirit, present with us to guide, strengthen, and comfort. We rejoice in every sign of God's kingdom, in the upholding of human dignity and community, in every expression of love, justice, and reconciliation, in each act of self-giving on behalf of others, and in the abundance of God's gifts entrusted to us that all may have enough in all responsible use of the earth's resources. We confess our sin, 
individual and collective by silence or action through the violation of human dignity based on race, class, age, sex, nation, or faith, through the exploitation of people because of greed and indifference, through the misuse of power in personal, communal, national, and international life, through the search for security by those military and economic forces that threaten human existence, through the abuse of technology, which endangers the earth and all the life upon it. We commit ourselves individually and as a community to the way of Christ, to take up the cross, to seek abundant life for all humanity, to struggle for peace with justice and freedom, to risk ourselves in faith, hope, and love, praying that God's kingdom may come. Amen. and the children are welcome to come forward now. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Some extra stuff up here this time, isn't there? Yeah. So... I want to talk to you about sticks and stones can break my bones, but names can never hurt me. Did you ever hear that saying? You've never heard that saying? Well, let me tell you, when I was a kid, my mom would say to me, if somebody called me something that, you know, they shouldn't have called me or maybe... Maybe we would, might have said something to each other, like my brother and myself. Maybe we might have said some things, and my mom would say, sticks and stones can break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Now, sticks, have you ever been hit by a stick? Yeah, so have I. Have you ever been hit by a stone? Yeah. Have you ever done the hitting with a stick or a stone? Did you ever throw one? Uh, yeah. See, there's some honesty there. Well, you know, when I was growing up, we had a dirt driveway. And my mom and dad built their house. So for, a lo for quite a while, we didn't have any real grass growing. So we had lots of stones. And we lived next to the woods, so we had lots of sticks. And sometimes we get in trouble with these sticks and stones by saying things we shouldn't. Sometimes we'd, we'd even break one of the Ten Commandments by lying when we shouldn't have. Did you ever lie? I mean, let's be honest. I think we probably all have, right? Well, you know, those Ten Commandments, they were, they were written on some stone tablets. Do you know what a stone tablet looks like? Do you know what a stone tablet looks like? What do you think? It does. It looks like a big square of stone. And so God actually wrote the Ten Commandments down uh, because, well, on stone, because they were traveling around in the wilderness. And it was less likely that the stones would break, right? Well, guess what? Those Israelites, they started making an idol 
bad news. Are we supposed to have idols? You don't know what an idol is? An idol is something somebody worships instead of God. How well do you think that went over? Pretty bad, right? Yeah, it was really bad. Well, you know what? God was so angry that the first set of Ten Commandments, they broke. I know. So, what do you think those Israelites thought then? They were probably scared into being good, weren't they? Yeah, they were. So, so we, you know, I can imagine also that maybe some of the people tried to pick up the pieces of the stone tablet, which was made out of rock. You know, sometimes when we get ourselves into trouble, it's like carrying out around a heavy weight. Did you ever carry around heavy weights or something that was too heavy? Yeah. And so what's it like when you carry around something that's too heavy? You might fall down. You might drop it on your foot, right? Or you might drop it on something that you shouldn't. Hmm. Well, you know, these are little rocks, but they remind us that we're supposed to turn our sins over to Jesus. And that's why we have Lent. Lent is the season right before Easter to remind us of what Jesus has done for us. So I have some rocks for you today. And I want you to take think of, think of something bad. Maybe you said or did. And I want you to turn that rock and put it on the sheet somewhere in front of the cross. You think you can do that for me? Okay, so come get a rock. Any rock you want. Okay. Go ahead. And go ahead and put it somewhere on that sheet. But think of something that you want to turn over to Jesus and thank Jesus for taking away from you. Some sin he took away from you. You can put it anywhere on there. There you go. Good deal. All right. All right. So, you know what we're glad about? Jesus died on the cross to, re to remove those sins from our hearts. Isn't that good? And that's what we're going to remember all throughout Lent. Okay? It's 40 days. You think you can do it? 40 days. 40 days before Easter. Okay? Put your hands together and pray with me. Say, Dear God, Thank you for Jesus, and thank you for taking away my sin. In Jesus' name, amen. All righty. All right, I got my papers here, guys. And you know, you have something special today. Miss Sue is going to talk to you today in Children's Church. Okay, this one's for you. How old are you? Seven. You get this one too. Okay. You're old. And you're old. I know. Okay. There you go. All right. And you can go with Miss Sue and Dr. Dixon. They've got special things for you today. And if you all knew what Miss Sue was t going to talk about today, you'd all want to go with her. But you guys stay with me. It's time now for our tithes and our offering.
I invite you to pray with me. Today, I come to you in gratitude and in thanksgiving, especially in this time of Lent when we focus on the sacrifice that you have made for us. Lord, you have blessed us richly, and in so doing, Lord, we give back to you. Lord, we pray that these please you and that your kingdom, as it's being built here, goes on forever and ever. And we know that in the Bible, we know that this is true. And so, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you, ma'am. Today's scripture is coming from Exodus, and in this series, each week we will talk about another series of stones or rocks. And stones and rocks are very rich, if you think about it, in imagery. And even in the stone or the rock that you have in your hand today, it, it gives you a tactile feeling. Not all stones are smooth like these ones are. Some are jagged. Some are rough. Some, however, are big enough to be built upon. Some are fragile. If you feel these, if you hold them in your hand long enough, they start to warm up. Or if you had them by the, the heater, they would be nice and warm. But stones, well, there's a reason why they say stone cold. It's because there's no life in them. No feeling. And so we start today on this first Sunday in Lent with the scripture that comes from Exodus. In Exodus 32, 1 through 24, here are these words. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down the mountain, the people gathered themselves together to Aaron and said to him, Up! Make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And Aaron said to them, Take off the rings of gold which are in the ears of your wives, your sons and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people took off the rings of gold which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he received the gold at, at their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool and made a molten calf. And they said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. And they rose up early on the morrow, and they offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings, and the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. And the Lord said to Moses, Go down. For your people whom you brought up out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made for themselves a molten calf and have worshipped it and sacrificed to it and said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen these, this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now, therefore, let me alone, that my wrath may burn hot against them, and I may consume them. But of you I will make a great nation. But Moses besought the Lord his God and said, O oh Lord, why does thy wrath burn hot against thy people, whom thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? 
Why should the Egyptians say, with evil intent did he bring them forth to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from the fierce wrath and repent of this evil against thy people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servants, to whom thou didst swear by thine own self and didst say to them, I will multiply your descendants as as the stars of heavens and all this land that I have promised. I will give your descendants and they shall be they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do uh, to, to his people. And Moses turned and went down from the mountain with two tables of the of the testimony in his hands. Two two tables that were written on both sides. On the one side and on the other were they written. And the tables were the works of God. And the writing was the writing of God, graven upon the tables. When Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said to Moses, There is a noise of war in camp. But he said, It is not the sound of shouting for victory, or the sound of the cry of defeat, but the sound of singing that I hear. And as soon as he came near the camp, and saw the calf and the dancing, Moses' anger burned hot. And he threw the tables out of his hands and broke them at the foot of the mountain. And he took the calf which they had made and burned it with fire. And it ground it into a powder and shattered it upon the water and made the people of Israel drink it. And Moses said to Aaron, what did this people do to you? That, they, that you have brought a great sin upon them. And Aaron said, Let not the anger of my Lord burn hot. You know the people, that they are, are set on evil. For they said to me, Make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And I said to them, let any who have gold take it off. So they gave it to me, and I threw it into the fire. And there came out of it this calf. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I invite you to pray with me. Lord God, today we come before you. Hearing words that may remind us of things that we put in front of you. Lord, speak through me and in spite of me today. Remove these burdens from our hearts. And may we repent and turn more closely to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, I want you to think about the Ten Commandments. Have you ever broken one of the Ten Commandments? I think we probably, if we're honest with ourselves, we can all say that we have. Now, if you stop and you think about the Ten Commandments, and I'm not talking about little, little things, like I said I would take the garbage out, but I didn't get the garbage taken out. Think those, those are little ones. But I'm talking about the Big Ten things that we have maybe done or said against God or put other things or other people in front of God. Maybe, maybe you've broken one of your covenants. Maybe uh, adultery happens to be one of the things that you've committed. And I think about the covenants that we have made over time. Some of them we have made to, with each other and to each other. And in my own life, I know that there have been covenants that I have kept a little bit more closely than others. And I know that there are some that, well, perhaps I have not. I start and think about the covenants that God had made. Ones that Moses was trying to remind God that God had made. 
And if you stop and you think about what Moses was saying, this was the first real true prayer to petition on behalf of some other people. Things like we do when we ask our prayer requests. We ask God to help somebody or we thank God for something that somebody has done or what God has done in our lives. Well, Moses started by thinking about what Abraham and Isaac, Jacob, all these covenants that God had already made on behalf of the people of Israel. And he made a, a covenant with these folks that he had brought out of Egypt. The problem is, Moses was up on this mountain for 40 days. Ironic, isn't it? No. That we talk about 40 days in Lent. Or 40 days that the, the Lord had been in the wilderness himself after he had been baptized. No, it was designed this way. So we could stop and we could think about ourselves and our relationship that we have to God. And sometimes, sometimes we beat ourselves up with these stones. We cast them at each other. Sometimes we cast them at God himself. I know what it's like to have a, a covenant broken by a spouse. And it's devastating. And when they leave you for another, another woman or another man, it's very devastating. That trust factor goes away. And I believe that when the covenant that Moses was reminding God of, I'm sure that Moses was devastated that his people had broken the covenant. And by the time he got down to the foot of the mountain and he talks to his own brother Aaron and says, what on earth is going on here? I bet you he was fuming that that fire that was coming out of the burning bush was nothing compared to what was coming out of his ears that day. It was so bad that he took the tablets of stone and he dropped them at the foot of the mountain and broke them. You see, the reason that God had come up with law, like the Ten Commandments, or if you take time and read Leviticus, is because the Israelites kept breaking the covenant. And so they were given rules so they could stay more aligned with what God would have. Now, you know, some of us get tired of rules. Oh, we get tired of being told what we can and we cannot do, unless it happens to go in line with what we would want them to be, right? And the thing is, some of us think we might sometimes be nice to our kids by not setting up so many rules, but, you know, boundaries, they're pretty good things. It helps us to realize when we go over the line, do something that we shouldn't throw a stone that would be harmful to others. Sin is like those stones. They begin with some form of weight. And sin becomes hardness and it hardens our hearts. It's funny when we think about all the things we can use stones for. There's some really good things we can use stones for. But stones can also be very, very debilitating, if you will. They can be heavy. And they hurt. And the thing is, while we're so busy hurting each other with maybe little white lies or 
maybe big sins, the person we're really truly hurting is ourselves and our relationship with the Lord. In this next 40 days, in these next six weeks, we'll be talking about the things that hurt us, weigh us down. And like I asked the kids today, did you ever drop something heavy on your foot? I know I have, and I know how much it hurts. I know also that if I had enough of them when I was a kid, I'd be throwing them as far as I could see where they would go instead of doing something useful with them. And heaven forbid we ever got caught throwing a stone into the field. That would have been really bad because we were forever picking stones out of the fields so the tractors could run more easily through there. So today, as we begin this journey of stone, we know that stones are good on a road, and it makes a journey and a path. And even our own aisles here at Stone are made of stone. Our building is made of stone. And so there are good uses for stone. But when you use them to weigh them down or throw them at each other, when we take our laws and our rules and the commandments that God has given us, and we hurt ourselves by not following them, or maybe using them against another person. We know that there's a problem. So today, we're going to start by taking these stones, and that's why each of you have a stone. And we're going to turn these burdens over to the Lord. We're going to lay them at the foot of the cross during the prayer hymn. And I invite you to stay up here and pray. And I have left my oil out here. If you would like to be anointed as we're singing the prayer hymn, I invite you to do that. And I will pray with you. I'll turn the microphone off. Nobody will be able to hear. It'll be just you, me, and God. And we'll take these burdens. And we'll lay them at the foot of the cross. I invite you to pray with me. Lord, we have begun Lent, starting with Ash Wednesday. And today in this first Sunday of Lent, Lord, we know that we are sinners. We know that sin is not new. But, Lord, we're growing weary of carrying around this sin with us. And so we're going to turn them over to you. Our sign of our change, of our repentance. Lord, clean in us our hearts. Remove the stone walls that we have built up piece by piece, stone by stone. And we pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen. Our prayer hymn today and our joys and concerns that I have, because I have lost them. We have a prayer for Gabe's friend Grayson, who fell two weeks ago at his church and had eye surgery. Pray that he starts fully opening his eyes so he doesn't have to have a second surgery. that there's care for patients at Meadville Medical. 
for Bob and Bob and Diane, Diana and Jeff. Are there any others? As I said before, you are welcome to come up at any point during the hymn. Lay your stone at the foot of the cross. You're welcome to come to the altar rail to pray. And as I said, I have my anointing oil here. If you need anointed, I am happy to anoint you and to pray with you as well. Our prayer hymn today is number 357. It'll be on the screen, just as I am without one plea. Number 357. You're welcome to come.
invite you to pray with me. Lord, it is good to be here today. It is good to be in your presence. And sometimes when it, is, it takes time to turn over those sins, to repent, to lay those burdens down at the foot of the cross, Lord, so often we want to snatch them back up or go back to our old ways, just like the Israelites wanted to go back to their old ways again and again. It's hard for us human beings to trust. And I guess ultimately for the Israelites, it was a failure in their trust when they didn't see Moses for 40 days. I guess it was a failure in us as well when we sinned against you. Lord, I know the reason that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to this earth. And I'm so grateful that you give us chance after chance after chance to get things right, even when we're bent on getting things so wrong. I pray today, Lord, knowing that you are the great physician. And through Jesus Christ, we know that he not only has healed the soul, but he has healed physically as well. We pray today, especially for Bob and Bob and Diana and Jeff, We pray for caretakers, and we pray for those who are caring for others at our hospitals, and we pray especially for Grayson this morning. Lord, I just pray that you, right now, right at this very moment, work in him. Make it so he does not have to have a second surgery, Lord. Heal him. Care for his parents and those who love him. Care for us, Lord, as we come to you in these next several weeks, knowing that there might be times that are raw, but I pray, Lord, that you bring the peace that passes all understanding into our hearts, that by the time we get to Resurrection Sunday, that we know that Jesus died for us to make us whole, to make us one with you. I thank you, Lord, that you are present in this world that does plan on doing some horrible, evil things. We hear from the news this week in Russia that some despicable things have happened in a prison. We know that there are still fighting going on in Gaza and Israel. We know that in our own backyard today that there are homeless and it's 17 degrees outside. So there are all kinds of injustices in this world. May we live into your vision. May we care for each other because we love you. And because you have loved us first, teaching us the prayer that brings us closer to Jesus and to you, Lord, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the and the and the glory forever. Amen. Our prayer hymn today, or our closing hymn today is Take My Life and Let It Be. It's number 399. 399. If you are able, I invite you to stand. If not, I invite you to stand in spirit. You know, there are things in life that I find interesting. Stones can be something that weigh you down greatly, heavily, maybe even thrown at each other. But I also know that the church was to be built on a rock a rock of sure foundation. So even though people, human beings, me, you, everyone may sin, that sure foundation is Christ. Know that deep in your heart. And as you go out today, may you gather rocks, rocks of building and not of throwing. May you gather rocks that are not of weight, that weigh you down, but that can build others up, right? So the journey that we make is one that leads right to the foot of the cross as we surrender to the one who died for us. In the name of God the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. Mm -hmm. 